Welcome to Get My Husband Off My Podcast. This is the ugly side of celebrity. Welcome to episode 51. Get my husband off my podcast. I'm going to try. I'm going to try my hardest not to get too upset. Because, you know, my wife and I do have children. And we are involved as they get older. And things are getting a little bit tougher for us to watch their social media activity. But but granted, we, we do a pretty good job of it. And... But knowing what we went through when we were, you know, when we were coming up, and I'm not gonna say it was it was easier, but but it was. It was a lot easier for us to just say no to, you know, to borrow a phrase. It was a lot easier for us. But these kids these days these kids these days it's it's kinda hard because you have so much to say no to. So I say when you're a younger girl, younger younger man, younger, you know, and you have your favorite celebrity um, praising this or praising that, doing this or doing that, dressing a certain way, saying certain things, doing certain things, you think it's okay because this person is a celebrity. This person has millions of followers, makes millions of dollars. So you're going to see this person is doing nothing wrong with a certain style of dress or a certain way they wear their hair or something like that. You're not going to see this person is doing anything wrong. So, that sort of gets us, gets us in trouble a lot. And I only say that bringing up the children and stuff like that. Because of what we found out earlier that happened with Drake. This was on stage at a concert. This wasn't behind closed doors. This was on stage at a concert. He was on stage with the underage girl. And Drake is, let's see, I'm 36. I want to say, I want to say Drake is around my age. Mm -hmm. So when did that, if not around my age, he's probably possibly older than me. But when was when did this happen? A couple of years ago. So a couple of years ago, Drake was over thirty. And Is Drake over thirty. Yeah, Drake's over thirty. And this little girl, this little girl, this 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 child in question was thir- seventeen. I'm sorry, seventeen. And during a during a set, one of his concerts, he fondles the girl, kisses her multiple times. Before he asks how old she is, she tells him how old she is, and he proceeds to ask, why do you look like that? I like the way your body feels touching mine. And people are cheering. Nobody's booing. Nobody's saying, get this girl off stage. People are applauding this. So, this keep in mind, it was a couple of years ago. So granted, somebody was holding on to this, to this videotape until it was 
okay to bring it out because of what's going on in music, periodly, and what's going on with artists, periodly, with their behavior. So, granted, this wasn't something Drake can say, oh, well, hey, I need to, you know, that wasn't me, or I was misled, or something like that. No, it was him. It was right there for everyone to see. No way this was doctored or anything like that. So we're going to wait and see what happens to Drake from all of this. Just like we're also going to wait and see what happens to R. Kelly from everything he has done. And, you know, my wife and I are going to are going to run down the long list. We wish it wasn't so long because we don't want to talk about it. Well, not everything, but. We're, we're going to have to go through the timeline of everything that this man has done. And the reason why people still applaud and fight for this individual. Now, you know, as my wife searches for the long list <laughs> of, of things that R. Kelly has done. I remember coming up. You know, Tupac and Mike Tyson, basically, you know, my heroes, you know, basically. I didn't have, you know, much. I didn't I didn't have much of my everyday life to look forward to. So, you know, I had to latch on to him. So when Mike Tyson got arrested for rape and I heard the whole story. Granted, I know everything there is to know about Mike Tyson besides knowing the man himself. So when I heard he got arrested for rape, rape and I heard why. I'm like, eh, you know what? Kind of sounds like she wanted that. Kind of sounds like he was being set up. Because any woman can tell you they know when they're on their cycle. They don't want... they They don't like the way they feel, basically. So they don't want sexual contact. This particular woman was on her cycle... And had oral sex with Mike Tyson first. Before he did anything, he performed oral sex on her. Oh, my God, you're on your cycle. Oh, it don't matter. I still want it. And they proceed to sleep with each other. And then the next day, suddenly Mike Tyson is being arrested for rape and being being in jail for three or four years. Just because he had sex with a woman. Tupac, on the other hand, was arrested for rape after a woman performed oral sex on him in front of a lot of people at a nightclub and was pursuing him in front of a lot of people. So it wasn't like it was behind closed doors or anything like that. And while Tupac was being arrested, when he got arrested for rape, it was because he was in concert with gentlemen who had sex with this woman and she didn't want it. Tupac wasn't the person that that had sex with her when he was arrested. He didn't touch her. He was asleep. And it was, you know, in court that he was asleep. He didn't touch her. These two men had sex with her. He got arrested because of who he was and who he was in society. That's what got him arrested. So, I'm looking at this and I'm like, oh, you know, they just they don't want them to succeed. They hate their power, this and that. They hate their celebrity. They don't they don't want these men to succeed. 
and I said that, and I say that, and I say that, and I look at the situation that R. Kelly is in. Granted, R. Kelly doesn't see himself as being in the situation, but he is. He's been in this situation for a long time. A very long time. A very long time. When we say very long time, we're about to run it down. We're going to try to make this quick, guys. We're going to try to make it quick. quick So, all right. My wife is going to run through a lot of it. I'm not going to run through all of this. Okay. Hi, people. Starting off with... Wait, 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 wait. Before we do that... The reason why we're bringing up R. Kelly on this podcast again is because if you haven't if you haven't heard or seen, they have a documentary on. Is it who Lifetime? Got, Lifetime got the documentary called Surviving, Sur- R. Surviving R. Kelly. Now, they did part one and part two. Part three come on tonight. And part three is on tonight. It's a three part, yeah. six hour miniseries, yeah. I believe. So that. And everyone is talking about why, why, why isn't he arrested? This, this evidence, or it's not just evidence. It's just she. He say, she say. Now they have evidence. But it's not really, have plenty of evidence. Right, it's not really he but, say, she say because as I'm looking at it and as I was going over everything, he has a lot. He he uh, he should be in jail because there's a lot of evidence out there against him. A lot. Like, videotapes. Okay. So, we're going to start this off with 1994. That is when he married Aaliyah. Go before that. The one in 91. it's not. You can't go before that. Because the one in 91 didn't come out until the next one. So, 1994. That's when he married Aaliyah. She was 14 at the time. And Aaliyah rose to stardom before her untimely death, mm-hmm. but her the beginning of her career was nurtured by R. Kelly. Yeah, he her did. In, yeah, her, her image, first her movie. image, her album, right, her everything. music, everything was nurtured by R. Kelly. So that's 1994. 1996, Tiffany Hawkins uh, filed a lawsuit that says she was in a relationship with R. Kelly from 91 to 94. When she was 16. So she said she met him at Kenwood Academy while he was visiting a choir class. Pretty sure that's um, high, school. high school, middle school or something like that since she was 15. So that lawsuit, he settled for $250,000. Um, she did try to commit suicide when the relationship ended. But they don't say anything more about her. So that's 96. Then you skip to August of 01. Tracy Sampson sues for underage sexual abuse, emotional abuse. She was a former intern for Epic Records. Says he encouraged her into an indecent sexual relationship in 2000 when she was 17. He coerced her into 
doing various sexual acts with girls that she didn't want it. And when you say and, coerced, we mean his celebrity. Pretty much. Like the man himself. Like, oh my God, this is R. Kelly. I wanted, like him telling these these young women that I'm going to be with you, this and that. That's what we mean by coerced. Like, the mind can be molded however you see fit, basically. What was that? Uh, yeah, coerced her, treated her like she was his personal sex object, and then he cast her aside. February of 02, this is when he, Chicago PD started investigating over the sex tape that everybody knows about with the 14-year-old girl. Found out that uh, they had that they were investigating him over that relationship for three years before they even had the videotape. So once they got the videotape, should have been done deal. But the girl's family and herself said that it wasn't her. May no. Did they get any money for that? It doesn't say. Oh, but. Because if they got some money for that, it was her. It don't. It never said if they got any money for it. But the Tracy Simpson, the Epic Records girl, she settled her case for an undisclosed amount. <clears throat> April through May of '02, Patrice Jones and Motina Woods sue R. Kelly. Patrice Jones sued him because he pressured her into a sexual relationship in the '90s when she was 16. She had sex with him about 20 to 30 times before she even turned 17. She got pregnant. He talked her into having an abortion. Um, the abortion in the um, relationship caused her to have some psychological issues. So she, last they heard, she was under psychological care. Settled her case for an undisclosed amount. Martina Wood sued him for... All right, we're going to cut this one short. We're not gonna. We're not. It's it's, exactly. There's a pattern here. There's a pattern here. Yeah, there is. So, and even the um, even the cartoon, the Boondocks. Yeah, that's me trying to do. They did an episode, basically explaining the whole sexual trial to. In a comedic satire sort of way. So they got a... They did a... So if y'all want to see that episode, it's season one, episode two. It's called The Trial of R. Kelly. But, but during the speech... During the speech, the main... One of the main characters on the show, Huey, who's a young militant, speaks his mind. <laughs> and in speaking his mind, he said this, while they were playing his music... In the courtroom, just like they were playing his music outside of the courtroom during the real trial, and also during that real trial, didn't he meet another young woman? Yes, he met another young woman outside of the courtroom that she was young, and he proceeded to start a relationship with her as well, and that girl just came out. What was her name? I don't remember. She recently spoke out. On things as well. It's, it's a bunch of girls. I don't remember which one is which. I think it was. Oh, yeah. They didn't give her name in the thing I wrote. But it's one of the girls that she is either have she either has a movie deal or a book yeah, deal. Yeah, she now. has. Like, or, she was she signed the NDA, right? Yeah. Yeah, she signed the NDA, but she broke it because 
she basically couldn't keep silent because of the girl that's that was being held captive by him or allegedly I can't even say allegedly because she is because her family came out begging him to let her go and she came out uh, on TMZ wasn't it um um it was TMZ first, but then she did a bunch of talk shows. She did a bunch of talk shows, but when she was doing the thing for TMZ, it looked like it was a it was a figure like in front of her, basically coaching her to say oh, things. Oh, that girl, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was TMZ, and um, yeah, like you said, she, they sent they sent that video in to TMZ. Right, right. They didn't let her in the house. They let him in the house. <laughs> So, uh, and yeah, like you said, you can see where the shadow is telling her. Yeah, he was like waving his hands, waving his hands, stuff like that. I mean, nobody knows if it was R. Kelly, but. True. It still. probably is, since he loves to videotape everything so much. It probably was R. Kelly. He do, he do, he do, he do. But, um, you want me to read it? So, so back to the right to the speech that Huey did on the show, The Boondocks. Excellent show. The hell is wrong with you people? Every famous that gets arrested is not Nelson Mandela. Yes, the government conspires to put a lot of black men in jail for fallacious charges. But R. Kelly is not one of them. We all know the can sing, but what happened to standards? What happened to bare minimum? You a fan of R. Kelly. You want to help R. Kelly. To get him some counseling for R. Kelly. Introduce him to some older women. Hide his camcorder, but don't pretend the man is a hero and stop the damn dancing and act like you got some damn sense. That was basically talking to America or the world. Because when R. Kelly is on stage telling women to wipe off his tongue on stage overseas, singing a basically a chant. Telling these women, um, do you have your passport? Did you get your shots? How would you like to go home with Robert? Asking a woman, did she get her shots, is completely wrong. I can understand the old passport thing, but asking a woman, did you get your shots, that's, 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 that sounds like you're, you're picking up a dog from the Humane Society or something like that. That's, that's morally wrong. That's, that's very irresponsible for him to even say those things. And he probably wasn't too far gone from wanting to see if a woman had her shots and to check her passport and to take her back home with him. I to mean, America. looking at his track record, he probably did check a couple True. of these women's True. medical records and shot records. Exactly. And other stuff. So, to wrap all of this up on him, R. Kelly should be in jail. Yep. R. Kelly should be locked up in jail. He should have been locked up years ago. Even he said himself during the whole ban R. Kelly movement, Silence R. Kelly movement, whatever it was called, when he said they should have done this 30 years ago. And even during the one interview he did with Teray, when Teray asked him, does he like young women? Does he like teenage women or whatever? And he said, what did he say? Define. He said, what do you mean by teenager? Yeah, he said, what do you mean by teenager? Define teenager. Define teenager. 
And I mean, this is the, this is the man who was documented on video saying he wanted to have rela- sexual relations with his mother. He was in love with his mother. He asked his mother he to marry him. I mean, which is okay for a young boy, but it's not okay. He started going into it's not okay. It's not okay. No, I'm just saying that's not okay. You know, as a young boy, yes, your mother is the first woman that you truly love. But to say those things, but that's not okay. The way he said it was wrong, saying you wanted to kiss your mama and. You keep you drank out of her lipstick because you wanted to feel where her lips was at. That's a little on the off side. Yeah. Just, not yeah. The, a lot of a lot of men don't say those things about their mother. I'm not, you may love your mother, true enough, but a lot of men don't say, "I want to kiss my mother, right. I want to have sex with my mother, and I want to marry my mother." I don't, I don't know any other man that has said that ever. What about Kelly? And I mean, R. Kelly has said a lot of things in his songs. No need to go back through all of that. R. Kelly has said a lot of things in his music. Yeah, he's been telling us about himself for years. He's been basically trying to like say, like, hey, somebody needs to stop me. Because I obviously, I obviously can't stop myself. I won't stop myself. I'm going to continue to do this. I'm going to continue. I'm going to continue this. I just I just want something to come from this. Like, because I applaud all of the victims for coming up, stepping up and telling their truth. And I applaud all the celebrities for coming right. up and, and saying the things that they said, that, too. Yeah, that are doing that. Something needs to happen. And at my, at the way I'm thinking, the people that, some of the people that are coming out with these, I seen this happen when this happened. You should have said it then. I feel like these You should have said it when it happened. These people need to be tried to. Not years later. Because if you see something happening to a child and you know it's not right. Right. Don't just wait. And right. Say, don't wait. Wait. No, let me think about my job. This is my career. No, that is a child. That child cannot speak up for itself. That child cannot protect itself. Exactly. If you see something wrong going on, you step in, you stop it. And you get the person that's doing that to exactly. the child. Exactly. Exactly. I don't care who it exactly. is. Exactly. I don't care who it is. The so, same way with Weinstein, the same way nobody, no actor, actress, nobody stepped up and said anything about this man's behavior until it was time for him to, to be punished for it. All of a sudden, all of these actors want to step up. All of yeah, a sudden, everybody wants yeah, to step up. This. All of a sudden, everybody wants to say it was wrong. But when it was happening, when this man made you money, you shut up and you were quiet. When there's injustice, you need to speak on it immediately. Regardless of the consequence, regardless, because there, there's going to be another job. There's going to be another opportunity. That's what life is about. But these see people as, that these celebrities as their gods and they aren't. They're flawed as well. And these men like R. Kelly, men like Harvey Weinstein, now we see men like Drake. They're flawed. Men like Woody Allen, flawed. Bill Cosby, flawed. They don't need to be praised. No. They're human. 
The only reason why I look at Tupac and Mike Tyson differently is because they displayed everything. They displayed everything. Tupac's music was very emotional. Mike Tyson was very open with his emotions. Very open with people robbing him, taking money from him. The way Donald Trump treated him, the way Don King treated him, Robert Givens treated him. I could go on and on and on and on and on about the people that treated Donald that that, that the people that robbed Mike Tyson for millions and was just there for his celebrity and there for what he can bring to them. But when it was, when this man cried and was emotional, nobody was there. Nobody was there for Tupac. Nobody was there for Mike Tyson. They they ran. So when you see um who are we talk when you see R. Kelly doing something wrong to a woman, having women stand in front of him naked while he's while he writes music, or having women sitting sitting in, in a room and you can't have contact with this woman. This woman gets this woman gets beat. This woman gets tied up. This woman gets 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 hog tied just because just because he he wants to get he wants to feel empowered. No, no. I mean, and it just don't go for celebrities, and it's not just if you see something. If somebody, That's anybody. If somebody actually comes out and tells you that something happened to them, the worst thing that you could ever do is tell them it's not true. No, that did not happen. Because you don't know what's going on in this person's head. That will break a person down. If they are actually, they've actually mustered up enough courage to say, this happened to me. And I need help. And the person that they go to tells them, nah, that didn't happen. That person couldn't have possibly did that. Then where else do you turn? Then that makes you feel like you're little. You're worthless. Like, I can't turn anybody else. So maybe this is supposed to be happening to you. So if somebody ever comes to you and says that somebody is doing something to them, even if you don't believe it, don't say it. Try to help that person as much as possible because you never know what anybody is going through. Everything, just because it looks perfect, doesn't mean it's always perfect. Just be a little more, be more compassionate. We got to start sticking our necks out and helping each other. Because evidently, that's what we need to do. Because I don't even know where I'm going because I'm getting mad. So I heard take them. No, it's not. It's, it's not getting mad. You're speaking. Go ahead. No, I you just, you need to talk. I just, I don't like... <laughs> Because I've been that person. You need to talk. I've been the person that says, hey, this happened to me. And I had everybody tell me, no, it didn't. No, it didn't. You you don't know what you're talking about. That could never happen. So I had to live with that. And having to live with the fact that this is happening, it's constantly happening. The people that I'm supposed to be going to for support and they're supposed to protect me wasn't was breaking me and it broke me down and I felt worthless and like I couldn't do anything right and like I didn't matter like I felt bad and to have to constantly live with that and live with everything that I was going through and live the fact that I can't go to anybody for help you you feel like you don't you don't matter and you want to end your life and you don't want to go on but something keeps you going something kept me going and to not have anybody believe you until 15 14 
it just it breaks a lot of you and side note any kind of abuse whether it be sexual mental physical it's not something that you can just easily get over so if you ever encounter somebody that has ever been through that any form of that know that those people are always getting over that it's not something that just goes away you are always getting over what happened to you like yeah you get stronger as the days go but it's always going to be in the back of your mind and even you will always kind of have doubts about people sometimes like you have to really get to know a person to want to open them up and let them into your life because of what happened. So just be be easy, you know, be understanding if you run into somebody or even if you know somebody that's going through that is trying to get over something like that. Just be understanding because that is something that's very hard to get over. It takes a lot. It takes support. It takes understanding. It takes love. Even when that person is acting like they don't want your love, they don't deserve your love, you still got to give it to them because deep down they don't feel like they deserve it. They don't feel like they want it. They don't feel like they can handle it because of whatever they went through in their past. So just be a little understanding and take people for their word. Even if you don't believe it, just, just be there for people going through things like this physical mental or emotional abuse because all types of abuse takes its toll on you I mean I know it took well it possibly didn't take a lot for you to open up about that because of everything that that you've been through everything that you faced since then and and since we've been together, since you were 15, you know, you've you've been breaking through that shell, so to speak, to the point to where you can actually be a voice and be a conduit for women and men who are going through that because you've made it through it. Yeah, I mean, I made it... I wouldn't say I made it through it because, like I said, you never get through it. You just learn to build yourself back up to where you can continue to go on. So that's where I'm at now. I've built myself. Take that back. We've built me up to where I can continue to go on and I can openly talk about what happened and how I got through it and how it almost broke me, how it almost broke us. And, you know, what I did to help get me to to this point to where I can talk about it. So, yeah, I mean, it takes time. And then, like, I was out the gate this open. Because y'all know, y'all been listening to this podcast for 51 episodes, hopefully. If not, go back and check out the other episodes. Um, I wasn't always as talkative as I am now or as I've been on the last few podcasts so all of this is new it's a continued work in progress like I'm just now opening up and showing the real Candace so hope y'all
So, I've been telling people for the longest time, I don't think I've ever said it on this podcast, but I'm going to tell it. I'm going to say it right now. I honestly don't think Tiffany Haddish is funny. I don't think Tiffany Haddish is funny at all. And the only reason why I say I don't think she's funny at all is because I'm not saying she's not funny, but she's family. She's family cookout funny. She she's standing in front of your house funny. She's on the phone funny. As far as being a movie star and stand up comedian, she around the way girl funny. I mean, okay, no, she can, she can do the movie star stuff because that's somebody else writing her stuff. For She's her. not a stand up comedian. Yeah, she needs to let that go. Cause only reason why we're saying this is because she had a recent show. She had a show in Miami. It was in New Year's New Year's Eve, New Year's Day. You know, one of those midnight shows, going over into the next day. So first of all, she was drunk. The entire show. It wasn't like she was like, oh, she was saying she was drunk. No. That's the reason why she had a bad show. Or that's the reason why, you know, she, no, 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 no. People are not saying she was drunk because that's the bad, that's why the show was bad. She was drunk because she was drinking a bottle of vodka on stage. No, see. What was? She showed she was still drunk from the night before. What was the bottle on stage? She did drink the bottle on stage. Yeah. But she walked out on stage before she drank the bottle. She was still drunk from partying the night before when she first got into Miami. So that's the problem with celebrities feeling that they can do what they want to do? And get totally unprofessional. Because if I showed up at your show... Because she's unprofessional anyway. Yeah, she is. So she showed up. She was already drunk on the stage. So she was... Forgetting jokes, she missed jokes, and the jokes that she told wasn't funny because it was the same old, her mama was in a mental institution, and her friends asking her for money now. People have heard these things, they don't want to hear them anymore. Right. You gotta come with something new. So nobody was laughing, people was getting up, excuse me, dang, sorry, people was getting up, walking out, so she... Uh, goes to start drinking a bottle of taking a bottle of vodka in her head and start asking the audience to tell her jokes. Like, I ain't pay you right. to come tell my own jokes. I could have did this at home. Exactly. So So at that point people started to leave and people started to really realize that I was right. <laughs> She's not funny. Even drunk, she ain't funny. And I done laughed at plenty of alcoholics in my lifetime. Most alcoholics are funny as hell. Right, most people when they get drunk, they They funny. They either stumble, they either get mad, they say, you know what? Yeah, I told her, I would have left your mother too and all that, yeah. So, you know, they drunk, they just stupid drunk. Why are you screaming this thing? So, you know what I mean? I mean, yeah, so maybe she's just not stupid. For so, her. I think she is. She has gotten too big, too fast, and she's trying real hard to keep up with Kevin Hart. She's just trying to stay relevant, and the only reason, the only way she feels she can stay relevant is if she gets more outrageous, more raunchy, but it's yeah, but still. That, no, still. at some point, she's going to have to get out of this whole ghetto girl role. 
And I mean, that's what got her there, so... Yeah, but at some point, we, we gotta see that you're doing something else. That's like, with Kevin Hart and the serious role he doing now, I forgot the name of the movie, but he trying to break away from being the funny little man, which is okay. And I'm not saying that she needs to try to break away now, but eventually, she's going to have to break away from being the loud, ghetto, around-the-way girl, because ain't nobody gonna wanna see that all the time. That's before. gonna get her paid. That's gonna sell or her now. That's gonna sell her seasoning salt. But it ain't even her seasoning salt. It's just her face on the seasoning salt. She got a bottle of Lowry seasoning salt that costs like twenty dollars. And they not even selling it no more. They was only selling it for a month. I'm not paying twenty dollars for and a bottle get, of seasoning salt. You get two bottles. It's very high in sodium. You get it's seasoning salt. Of course, it's high in sodium. Lowry's is extra, extra, extra high. So you you got two bottles of seasoning salt for like twenty dollars. You got her face on it. Her That's face it. On it. it ain't like this bottle talk. You can just or this bottle get tells you horrible a jokes. A bottle from the grocery store for however much it costs. So anyway, and yeah. Put a picture on it. Well, anyway. Why are you shaking? That's why I say this: the problem with celebrity. Just because they feel they can do what they want to do with and no consequence. They get that big head in. No consequence. But it starts to be I can do what I want because I'm this person. I can do, I can say what I want. You can't say anything about it. But like I said, that's an issue that we're gonna forever have in our society. We're gonna continue to champion these people. But that's a bad issue and we need to stop championing these people. Like with R. Kelly, we honestly do need to stop listening to his music. Stop supporting his shows. His diehard fans are going to have to stop doing this so he can really be hurt. Because there, there are people out there he's really hurt. True. And they're not getting... They can't get that. True. And to bring up another celebrity, Kobe Bryant and his wife... Um, recently found out they were having another girl. I believe that's four girls he's going to have. There's been jokes out there saying that Kobe, you know, keeps shooting his shot for a boy and this and that and this and that. But then there are people who are saying that's karma getting to Kobe Bryant. God's not going to give you a boy for what you did to that woman in Colorado. I honestly don't feel that 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 needed to be said because granted R. R. Kelly did what he did. I mean, now I'm sorry. Granted, Kobe Bryant did what he did. He admitted to having consensual sex. He admitted, I'm sorry, he admitted to adultery, not rape or anything like that. He admitted to adultery. So when you say that and years later, you're a different person. You're a family man. You want, you know, you want people to view you differently and stuff like that. He's retired. He's living his life very comfortably now, but to be torn down. Just because your wife is pregnant and you, they, everybody's saying you wanted a boy. And, and I'm so sorry. For stopping this, but I'm really trying to figure out why didn't Seattle go for an onside kick? That's baffling me for them to to pooch kick directly to a Dallas Cowboys player when you're down by two. But anyway, I'm sorry. I'm watching the football game, and that just 
That third just baffled me. It just threw you. It just threw me to basically not onside kick this ball, but to just give Dallas the game. They just gave them the game. Anyway, anyway, oh well. Guess they didn't really want it. Oh well, but I don't see the I I don't see the reason why they 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 tore they tore Kobe Bryant down for that. I honestly don't like it because he did what he did years ago. The only person that should have forgiven him has forgave him. It was which is which is his wife, and he's proved to her that he's there. He's proved his daughters that he's there, and this and that. So I honestly feel that that the words that were said to Kobe Bryant yesterday and today shouldn't have been said. Honestly. So we know this isn't our typical me ranting and and silly podcast that we do. Granted, we had our moments. A lot of serious things have occurred. And that we're just trying to wrap our heads wrap our heads around it and stuff like that. So, right, we're gonna have another podcast before I go on my trip to Los Angeles this week or next week, which should be interesting. Bears have their playoff game tomorrow against the Eagles. I'm focused, like I'm suiting up tomorrow, but I'm not. So, uh, exactly. I mean, we've been we've been on our club dub and everything, guys. So, uh, <laughs> hopefully, it's not for nothing, guys. But um, we love you guys. Thank you for your continued support. Thank you, GMH, O and P. Good night. Good night.